And three and a half weeks remain until the kickoff of the Trojan season. Welcome into your favorite radio show. It is the Trojan Sports Podcast. Today, we have recruiting updates. Fall camp is here. I'm sure we'll reference some movies. And look, Chris Swanson's back. I'm back. You're back. The kids are back. The kids are back. Big Brain behind Yahoo Sports. Check out the Big Brain on Brad. Rivals.com. <laughs> Why are you laughing over there? Welcome to the Trojansports.com podcast. That kicks off. Thank you for the landing. Right, right now. now. Right now. And that is right. It is the August 10th edition of the Trojansports.com podcast right here. Trojansports.com. That's Adam J. Maya, beat reporter for Trojan Sports. And Chris P. Swanson back from vacation in Mammoth. How was Mammoth? It's fun. I you, played a little golf. You played a little golf. Yeah. Yeah. Now you play you, you golf. You seem perturbed. Yeah. What's What's the matter, Chris? I've. Yes, I play golf. Well, see, it's interesting because it seems like I always try to mention Blair Angulo, who sat in for you last weekend. We thank Blair for that. No, apparently, no. though, yeah. No, apparently, no, the message no. boards didn't like this. The Blair Angulo, uh, they were a little angry. They missed Chris P. Swanson, well, didn't we all? Yeah, I know. I well, missed you too. I well, really missed you. Blair just ruins their day whenever he's around. <laughs> Rim shot there. Okay. Anyway. I always try to work in Blair's name because we work together on another show and we play golf every once in a while. Blair's an up-and-comer golfer, up-and-coming golfer. I've no, been golfing for a while. No, no, yeah. And during all these conversations, you just never say, hey, you know what would be cool? If we played golf together. Well, or, hey, I play golf too. Well, I kind of got the hookup on, on you know, the golf course. I don't really want to share, I don't think. <laughs> well, That's okay. We can't all live that lifestyle. But, it's uh, okay. But, you know, if you ever want to play... I'm into it. Well, thank you. I'm sure everybody's enthralled now. Yeah. Well, kids, we are so close to the kickoff of the season. We're still. I'm still debating whether or not I'm going to put money on that Arkansas State game. I don't know. Thirty-one. Is it still thirty and a half? I don't know. Is it thirty-one? I take the Red Wolves if it's over thirty. The Red Wolf. I like a Red Wolf. (laughs) And we've got some recruiting updates. Yeah. Are we excited? We want to get into it. Um, we we're going to get into it. It's not exciting. It's not okay. No. Adam Jemaya, why don't you take the lead here right out of the gate for us? Melky Stovall, tailback, 2016, he decommitted. It's something that we're not shocked by. It was very unusual to see him used primarily on defense at the Rising Stars camp. He didn't look comfortable. I don't know if that's what he wanted or what they wanted, but it, it just seemed like, not because of that, but there was a direction where this recruitment was going, and he didn't really fit in anymore. Well, you know, USC was getting closer and closer to that magic number that, you know, they can't really surpass. And they had to find room, I think. And and you look at Stovall, and he's a running back. They need running backs, but he's a guy that also wants to play out as a wide receiver, you know, play a couple different spots. USC has five wide receivers. He kept talking about a Dory and doing what a Dory does. Yeah, and it it just kind of seemed like it wasn't really going to fit at the end of the day. You know, they need a running back, and and I think that he kind of wants to be in everything. Some people ask, do they do they need a running back in this class? I definitely think they should get one. Yeah, well, because you de- you don't know what's going to happen in 2017, even with Stephen Carr committed. I know a lot of people feel good about Najee Harris, their chances with him. I don't, really, and I don't know, you know what's going to happen with Carr. Yeah, he's solidly committed, but you can't look into the future. You take care of things you know, now when you can. You have that look on your face like you have something really terrible to say. 
I just wanted to ask, why aren't you excited about Najee Harris? I'm a little excited. Well, I, I think he's a great prospect. It's just he's committed to Alabama. A lot of USC fans think they have a chance to flip him. They might. You know, he went to Rising Stars camp. Right. I don't. This could be the moment to flip him. It could be. But <laughs> Smack him up, flip him, rub him down. I mean, whatever it takes to get Najee Harris. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's okay, going to happen. They, they need Sorry, a run- I had a walnut in my throat. Yeah, they need a running back because Trey Madden's leaving. Justin Davis could be in that position with a big year, with a running back, a junior. You never know what they're going to do. You got three incoming freshmen, and Dom Davis, I don't think, will be much of a ball carrier. I really like him. I think he's going to do a lot, but I don't see him being used that way. So you got where? You got Ronald Jones, number two. Then what? Yeah. I think you get another running back. You have to. I agree. Running backs get injured. Mm-hmm, they do. It's uh, good to have a lot. They typically get, in, I mean, the majority of them get injured to some degree for some length of time. Yeah. I, it, know, I know people used to talk, you know, negatively about USC when they had that, like, eight-man rotation. That was a couple too many. That was a couple too many, but, it, I mean, if you look at it, it, it worked out for them. You know what I mean? Like, they they went through bodies, and, you know, they rotated guys, and guys got hurt. And, and maybe it was too many, but yeah. it was the right approach, I think. And I hope they kind of return to that. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't like Ken. They had Ken for okay. a moment there. But right now, they can only have... Two next year. Yeah. Get closer. You, you to need 10. more than two. You yeah. Need, yeah. I think you need between, between two and ten. <laughs> three and five. <laughs> anyway, all right. So David, Melky Stovall decommits, yeah. and, then, and then some more sad news. Okay. Well, we played. David the, Wong. We played the. Will he be a Trojan game? Blair. Right. Blair did very well in that game. I was a little bored. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't. You don't. Come <clears> you don't David Wong. Trojans? Stanford. He decides to go to Stanford. He did. Okay. And you know, we knew. I mean, we knew that. We we you know our reporting was. David Long, you know, everything is saying he's leaning towards Stanford, but USC, you know, might have a chance because he was talking positively. He came in late. He came in too late. Yeah, well, there's, I think that that's the case, but, you know, we expected him to probably go to Stanford, and and that's what happened. Not not a big loss. He's a cornerback. USC's kind of loaded there, and I think they'll be okay. They got Jordan Parker, some other guys maybe that they could get in this class. Nigel Knott. Yeah, Nigel Knott. It's true. That's the real thing. It is. Wolu Bakiku. Yeah, another one that we kind of expected, man. And it, good for him. He committed now. But I do believe that that's somebody that they'll be still pursuing for a while. Yeah. Oh, there's no question. There, I mean, he was at USC recently. Chris Wilson's recruiting him hard. That'll continue, I'm sure. He might take all of his visits. He was planning to before uh, you know, before he did commit. It was kind Don't of a do surprise. That. That was an alarm. If you can actually hear that, that was an alarm outside the building. No. They're still under construction here at our new facilities. Mm-hmm. Yahoo Sports. We're at Playa Vista now. We're in all new conference rooms, all glass. Very Which beautiful. means Chris Swanson can't get into <laughs> trials and tribulations. But there was an, the construction people split off an alarm outside. What room are we in again? We're in the Kofax room. Yeah, and it's all sports conference rooms. See, like before, I, we used to be in like the airplane room. They were movies. Now it's Kofax. I kind of miss the movies, man. Is it? You don't. You have a problem with Sandy Kofax? I know he yes. does. I know Wait, Adam he, does because I, it's a giant. I just have a, a problem man. with baseball Wait, players. He's Jewish? <laughs> hey, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Adam dropping the hey, Jewish bombs. Hey. You're going to get a complaint on that on yeah. the message boards, homeboy. <laughs> no, I, I'm making sure that this is not, not what kind what of operation I'm a part of. That's not what it I'll, is at all. I'll walk off I know this. I have short blonde hair. <laughs> I know I look like, you know. Well, there's the magic and Shaq room if we feel more comfortable in there. You look like Remy from Higher Learning. 
I will say the Kofax room is off in the corner behind everything. It was hard to find this morning. <laughs> what is up with that? I don't know. Anyway, uh, and Wole Batiku goes to UCLA, and like we mentioned, I just wanted to say it because everyone doesn't think I can say Wole Batiku. It's a great name, isn't it? Yeah. He, uh, name. He, he commits to Blair and Gubo's alma mater. Very yep. hardly. We move on? Yeah. How about a four-star Georgia linebacker? I want to hear Chris Swanson attempt oh, no. this. Elise Membe Basse. Oh, that was good. Mm, El- Elise no. Membe Basse. Oh, that's not how you say it? <laughs> no, I mean, he added some Membe letters Basse? and removed some. <laughs> I was just trying to slur it all together. Right. No, no. I got, I got Tago Veloa down, though. Yeah? Yeah. For the first time? Hey, that was just a running joke. I always knew how to pronounce that kid's name because he it, might be a Trojan. It took Kate Martell not coming <laughs> for you did. to learn his name. <laughs> it did, it did. But anyway... um, Membe Basse? Uh, he named USC as well. Membe. Mem- Mebem. Oh, whoops. Mebem Basse. Is that right? It's probably Bem. Whatever. I don't know if you even put the... Anyway, he's a four-star. He's a four-star linebacker for Georgia. He put USC in his top five, along with a couple you know, other ACC schools, some kind of local schools. And he actually had them in his top seven before that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's really a chance they're going to get him, you know, but... It's nice to be on somebody's list when they're ranked that high. He's a December grad, so maybe they get an early enrollee, and that helps them out some way. But. We have a story about him, and he's from Africa, and has been playing for about a year and a half, and doesn't have strong connections to anything in particular. So he's a guy that that top five list is very random. We don't know exactly why USC is on it, but... Talking to his coach, he says that he likes L.A. and he might end up there. Yeah, it can happen, especially, you know, when you talk about a kid that doesn't really have that, like, local connection came from a different country. He can go anywhere. It doesn't matter to him. I mean, Big offers, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's good. He's good, man. Now, do you think that he would be insurance for the possibility of Mike Juarez decommitting? I think so. I think that, you know... All these linebackers that they're kind of looking at, I feel like they're just kind of waiting to see what you know Mike Warriors does because they're actually loaded at linebacker in this class right now. If, if everything right, stands. If everyone came, but if he leaves, you know you're looking elsewhere trying to snag somebody, and and there's a possibility he leaves. We we expect him to yeah. decommit. Well, let's I, be honest. Yeah, I, the, I mean the truth of the matter, USC was his first offer, yeah, and he jumped on it, and he didn't want it to be out there he mm-hmm. wanted to stay you know committed under the radar and, and just like look at schools and kind of you know play it like an uncommitted prospect not have the pressure from the fans but it leaked out and now you know people are going to get upset with him and it's kind of unfortunate well Adam Gorney reported that he would in all likelihood have one local finalist mm-hmm. between USC and UCLA yeah. the fact that he would narrow it down like that and you're already committed to USC but yeah. you've been playing up the whole idea of I can go to either one and you have it narrowed down which one you're going to go to locally or and which you're one committed. right yeah. all very unusual and I'm I just don't think it's coming but the, I'm, the I'm, depth chart at linebacker changed drastically since he committed to I mean yeah. you, you've and, seen what they what they have now and, right and we've seen what they have in fall camp and we'll get into that later it's going to be tough to crack this rotation in the near future at linebacker. Yeah. But someone that wants to, and it sounds like he really will. I'm excited. Daywin Hayes recommits. Now, I thought after you... Why did he have to recommit? He already No, committed. I mean, it's more a, a general sentiment. So they put on he, a nice song and they, they dance together again? 
Maybe a nice. Uh, I don't even know what song you would dance to again. <laughs> reunited. I don't know. He's not reunited even, like Peaches. But and they, they were never deunited. Right. You know? It's well, it's more. Wow. He, I would say it's not bad. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not just, a word. But whatever. Right. <laughs> can make it's up fine. Words. Yeah. Look, Adam went to USC. You really didn't. I did. You just came no, up. I went, to, I went to Richard Nixon School, man. That is true. What are your college? Shout uh, out to the poets, but anyway, um, <laughs> I think I think reaffirms yeah. his commitment to USC mm-hmm. might be a better way to say it because you know we we've heard some things, but he publicly is always very strong about you know how committed he is yeah. to USC and how much he wants to be well, there. And he looked around, and yeah. and now he's kind of cutting off contact with other programs, and sounds like he wants to be a Trojan, and yeah. he'll be a Trojan. It seems that way. All right. That's full update on the front page right now. Yeah. yeah we have a gig on all the people that we've been talking about. Trojansports.com, of course, the best USC coverage. Thank you, Chris Morales. I always, you always thank me. You, I mean, I, but you it, compensate me money to do this show, whoa, so whoa, I figure, whoa, whoa, what do you want me to whoa. say? It's, Don't it's tell him that. It's in the script. Don't tell him <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> okay, well, you, well, that has nothing to do with it. You're a fan of the site. I am a fan. I am, and I'm yeah, a Trojan you fan. You better stay a fan. Yes. Will a t- I thought you weren't a fan of Trojans. <sighs> hey, are you ready for the Adam J. Maya Bumper Sticker Award? Yeah. We uh, hit the horn and cue your music and oh. go ahead. All right. Who are you picking this week? I got to go with Sydney Seau. Daughter of Junior Seau gave a beautiful Hall of Fame induction speech for, for Junior Seau, who was enshrined into a canton this past weekend. And the late Junior Seau. And, uh, you know, she. It, it was powerful because she shared how we never expected that we would be in this position where we would be giving a speech. And, and so that's, that's hard, but it, it's good that, you know, I mean, we knew he'd make the Hall of Fame, but it's a, probably a special moment for that family right. for, for them to be able to do that. Of course. So Chris Swanson, were you a junior say how fan? Of, of course. Wasn't everybody in Southern California that liked linebackers so. that hit guys a junior sale fan? I watched them for the Patriots even, man. I remember later. I, okay, I'm a 49ers fan, or I was. <laughs> yes. He, junior was that guy. You know, he played for the Chargers. They even played in the Super Bowl against each other. He was that guy that he's so good that if did you Did the Chargers come up for that game? I mean, that was... They didn't really show up for no, that no, game. No, no, but, but he was so good. Not yeah, he was. In general, that... Even if you're rooting against that team, and, and I've never cared about the Chargers, you, you love him. Yeah, one of those players. That, that was a great Super you admire. Bowl for me. I actually got into. I rooted I for the Niners. Game. You I, did. Yeah. I I loved that for your Niners because of those. The only year I really got into the Niners because of the jerseys. Do you remember they were special that year? Yes. The seventy five year anniversary. And it had like a black trim. Yeah, it was very nice. Like it was yeah, a three Ricky dimensional. Waters as a running back. That was yeah. a great year. It's not kind of like the Chargers, so. <laughs> so you know that's like. Well, I don't. I didn't grow up with the Rams or the Raiders, so that's my SoCal team. I, I was young. I wasn't even a teenager yet, and a young Adam J. My just mother running around with a Niners hat. <laughs> my mother was in Vegas for that game, and I told her, "Hey, I want to put down money that I have on the 49ers. and then she tells me, "I didn't make that bet because." The odds for the, they were they were heavy favorites. Your mom so, was running numbers in Vegas, or right. I mean, <laughs> so she tells me, "Get this." She tells me, "I bet that Jerry Rice would score the first touchdown," 
And I was not happy because I felt like that was way too unpredictable. What happened? Jerry Rice scored the first touchdown. Yeah. So you got over paid. the middle. How much you, you guys? Slant. How much you guys take in? I think a hundred. Not bad. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Mom running numbers. There you go. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a short break. Coming up, we get into fall camp. It's begun. We'll also ask a very important question of the boys. That's all ahead. I'm Chris Morales. This is the Trojansports.com podcast. We'll be back in moments. Hey, it's the QB Sean Salisbury, and you're listening to the Trojan Sports Podcast right here on the home for everything USC. Everything USC. Trojansports.com. You're listening to the Trojan Sports Podcast on Trojansports.com. Powered by Rivals. Rivals. Back on the TrojanSports.com podcast. I'm Chris Morales, Adam J. Maya, Chris P. Swanson. We play Reunited Peaches and Herb because we are reunited, and we mentioned that last segment, and Chris P. Swanson's back, and I like reuniting. Anytime we can get two Chris's in the room, it's That's too fun. much Chris for me. Yeah, it's yeah. a good time. You like a little Chris sandwich. Anyway, see Training Camp Central at TrojanSports.com for daily coverage from camp, depth charts, breakdowns, oh, depth chart breakdowns, Peach top up. five list, video highlights, and Trojan R&R. Now, I, I look a little puzzled because what does Trojan R&R mean? I don't even know yet. I mean, the season's coming, so we're not doing Trojan rest and relaxation right now. <laughs> what are we doing? We're tired, man. We were at practice till 3 a.m. last night. 3 a.m. Did you go to Jack in the Box after? I didn't because I was Why? so tired. But I'm going <laughs> That's to. That's how tired you were. But, were you, but it was like that moment, because I've had these moments, where you're laying in bed and you're like, I'm so hungry, though. Yeah. And I could just taste that Jack I, taco. I want a sourdough Jack like on my stomach as I'm laying here and just reach down and grab it. Okay. Go ahead. Now, what now I'll tell you what R&R R&R is. <laughs> I apologize to everybody. Jack in the Box should pay me or something, by the way. Yes. But go ahead, Adam. That would be a great sponsor. Yeah, it would be. That you haven't gotten yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we are going to be doing a regular video analysis after practice with Michael Webb of the Orange County Register. We are rivals R&R. Rivals and Register. I, 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 get it. It. I could tell it was I taking it you a second. It did it's take me a moment. A yeah, a little. I was still thinking about the long. visual about you and the sourdough jack, but okay. <laughs> register and rivals. Yeah. Well, no, rivals and register, man. Okay. We're first, bro. Looks like the creative team of the <laughs> TrojanSports.com world has been working <laughs> the, overtime. The creative team's just Adam. Yeah. <laughs> we, we have a couple different things going on. Yes, please tell us. Okay. We're, comp- we're compartmentalizing our coverage. I think you'll enjoy it. So we got our quick hits, which is our updated news, immediate stuff from practice, injury report, what have you. That goes up quickly. Then we have the footnotes, which is the full-on report, what was going on during practice, the, you know, the reps and mm-hmm. rotation and who's, stand, who's standing out and all that. Then we got They Said It, which is uh, the best of our interviews. The quotes and notes from the coaches and the players that we collect after practice. So, yeah, yeah, we got, we very got some good. good coverage. And then I'm going to throw in some random stuff, as always, some recruiting updates, some Q and A's here. Yeah, and there. we got video highlights. Yeah, get ready, get ready. And when does all this roll out? Well, it already has. Oh, so. it already has. It, so, it has been, man. Okay. I, I know I you're a big fan of the site, but maybe <laughs> look can, at it. I said get ready. It confused him. It I did confuse said, me, though. I should have said you're already exposed to it or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's your fault. Else. But Trojansports.com, 
for all the coverage. And it looks good. I mean, I think it's very nice, the compartmentalizing you've done. Yeah. <laughs> Such good Thank work. you, Chris Morales. Such good work out of Jim Iowa. Okay, fall camp has begun. Yeah. You guys have been working overtime. Tell us about uh-huh. it. Let's start with some freshman impressions. Who stood out to you guys so far? Do you, do you want me to take this one, Adam? We can take it, but go. Okay, I'm going to start with Sam Darnold, even though it was really day two. Day one, you know, I didn't really notice him as much, but day two, wow, dude, when he was in that live period, you know, when they're they're kind of doing some live defense, live offense, he's running around like a pinball, you know, moving like a video game. I, I reference video game Michael Vick. Which, I don't know why, but... Well, that's what did. he reminded me of. He's throwing it deep, he's scrambling. I was impressed he did not... Yeah look that way to me you know when I saw him at the US Army game when I saw him during the regular season well he might have been very constricted in, at that that's true in that game but I saw him and I was like oh I get it I know why they felt like they had to take this guy now we yeah. talked about it on our Trojan R&R last night that's right he brings a different dimension to the offense and it's the direction that we've been told that they want to go in we have to see it because you're not going to get it from Cody or Max Brown. Nope. Which is fine. But yeah. but that, that's just not what they're going to do yet. But with Darnold, they let him take off. He can pick up a first down with his legs. But he, he's not going to abandon the play either. I mean, he, no. he'll scramble. He, he eluded yeah. Port Augustine on one play and then found somebody about 25 yards down the sideline. Yeah, he's not that, that college quarterback that you see sometimes as the dual threat where you're like, oh, he's just an athlete that can throw and doesn't really know what yeah. he's doing, doesn't look More downfield. like Palmer when he came yeah. into the program. Just very, very athletic. Yeah. At the same time, I thought Ricky Town looked really good. He did. One of his best practices on campus. And I think, I mean, I like it. I think that the two of them going head-to-head they're going to be so competitive. Well, the thing about Ricky Town is he has a heck of an arm. I don't know if you've noticed this, but... Underrated? It, yeah, it seems to me like he's one of those guys where you're like, oh, he actually, you know, he has a cannon. That's kind of his game. Is he's going to fit the ball, you know, into some spaces that other guys just can't. Yeah, he was rebuilding his strength. He had a couple things that he was dealing with from his senior year. So we didn't see the best of him in spring. No. But I think that... Both him and Darnold are going to kind of bring out the best in each other for a while. It's going to be a fun competition to watch. Yeah. Well, they they know. They know that they need to, you know, they, they, they have to, how should I say it, beat each other out. Yeah. There's a competition there. Yeah. So. Well, very good. Other okay. freshmen, though? Yeah. Other freshmen. Biggie Marshall already yeah. doing what we thought he would do, what we saw him doing throughout summer. Very physical. Not illegal. I know some people have thought that, you know, maybe from the way we've written it, that he's playing a legal defense. Not the case. Huh. Knows how to use no. hands. Knows how to use his body. Yeah, he's, he's, he looks college ready. I mean, he did it in high school too, but you, yeah. you, they threw him out in that practice field. He just look, he looks like he's like a junior or something. At yeah. least that's the impression I gave. He got physical. Right. He got a little too physical even with a clothesline yesterday. They're not in full pads yet, but very good. We like the freshman linebackers. Mm-hmm. We, we've liked Cameron Smith for a while, yeah. but Messina is making plays. Porter's making plays. I expect John Houston will be. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to depend on some freshman defensive players, I think. Yeah, I think. The linebackers, Achille Ross. I think, yeah, I think Achille Marvel Ross. Marvel Kell can get in there. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, another guy that stood out to me that I just want to mention because he's not that that typical, you know, he's not the freshman that you would think that we're going to mention. Deontay Burnett. Yeah. I know he's a blue shirt. Yep. I know he's, you know, it's a kind of a more loaded wide receiver core. It might be hard for him to find catches, but, dude, that guy can play, man. He's impressed a lot of his teammates. Yeah. They don't talk about each other much unless you ask about them, but Burnett was a guy that they are is a guy that they've been referring to unprompted. Yeah. That that says a lot. Yeah, he's one of those when when the veterans are already saying your name. Yeah. And it just seems like it's a continuation from Sarah where at Sarah, you know, he flew under the radar for a yeah. long time. He wasn't like that big time recruit, but he just caught everything. He just scored all the time and yeah. I think, you know, he has a chance to do that at USC too. He does everything pretty well. Really athletic. He can run he has great hands, great body control. Juju is, you know, singing his praises about the way he can move and, and just his leverage and the way that he, he beats he beats defenders on, on jump balls and on, on picky picky plays. Yeah. They need that. Yeah, they do. They do. Okay, offensive line coach Bob Connolly rotating some linemen to see what combinations work. How did you know that? I didn't. I'm just. I just know all about what you guys have on your mind. I know. I can see inside that little brain. Not little. <laughs> that big, massive brain of Adam Jemias. <laughs> Tell us about Bob Connolly, please. You're looking at me. No, me no, he has a lot to work with. We know that. We. Yeah. They have 14 scholarship linemen, but we have a good idea of who they're going to be starting early in the year, until Chad Wheeler is ready to go, which remains to be seen. He's not going to be in full contact for a little bit here. Might not be until after camp. So the opener will be up in the air. With that, Connolly is playing everybody. Chris Brown getting some work, looking good. They, uh, they're creating competition. He said that he wanted to find what combinations work. And I thought that was interesting because Drebno was not interested in that. He kind of seemed to commit to people, and then you like unless there was an injury, you probably weren't going to play much. Yeah, well, I think I think it's smart for a few reasons. You know, first of all, because they have so many offensive linemen that are around the same age that you know while they picked Mama Talmayval Lobendon in year one, and those are probably definitely the guys that should be starting. You know, you don't know if those other guys are going to catch up. You got to give them a chance to show themselves. They're all young guys. We don't know, you know, how, if somebody's going to regress, somebody's going to progress. Yeah. Who knows? So I like that. Um, I also like the fact that you know we talked about how they're kind of set in their starters. We know that like Banner will probably play right tackle if Chad Wheeler comes back. He's left. Turk is in the center. Yeah, but he's mixing it up anyway. You know, it's 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 just a good thing. Prepare for the worst. And that is what Bob Conley is doing. Yeah, they, they didn't seem that prepared last year when Wheeler, when Wheeler, when Wheeler went down. Yeah. Toleb played left tackle for the first time that following Tuesday. Yeah. After, you know, after that Utah game. And now they're... they're you don't want to do that. No, they're trying to set up some contingency plans, and you know, yeah. that's what they should do. Conley's intense, huh? Have you talked to him? Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. I like him. I like yeah. him. Just a, a very different vibe, and we like Drebno too, but oh, yeah. Connolly, I think, is going to bring out a toughness in them that they might have been lacking. Okay. You know, I hear there's lots of competition at receiver. <laughs> there is. At fall camp. Why you were on it. Why don't you guys tell me about it? Okay. Well, there is a lot of competition at receiver. Obviously, Nelson Aguilar, long gone. You know, they're trying to find his replacements. 
three receiver spots and, and a lot of guys that can really, you know, play those spots. You, you look at, you know, the outside positions. They have Darius Rogers returning, but also Isaac Whitney, Daquan Hampton brought in to compete with him there. You know, that slot position seems like Stephen Mitchell is going to play there, but also Adoree Jackson, you know, could rotate in there. Well, he will rotate in yeah. there. But there's a lot. That's why I like. It. There's a lot of competition, a lot of different combinations they can throw out there, a lot of different sets, and you know they have the the players to work with to to really. You have a lot of people that have a lot to prove. Rogers, Whitney, Hampton, Stephen Mitchell, and we we were on the same page here. We think Mitchell will be great, but knowing that all these people are coming in and they're hungry. And Juju's hungry. Juju yeah. wants to be an all-time great. Well, he still has a lot to prove, too. Even though yeah, he had a great right. freshman he, he could, season. Very different role for yeah. him it's, without it's, Nelson there. Exactly. It's time. You know, you're the guy that everybody's watching now. And, and is he going to live up to it? Yeah. So, I think that we're, like, like, like I mentioned earlier, with Town and Darnold and the linebackers, we're going to get the best of these guys. They're going to have to yeah. be to get on the field. Yeah. But I think a lot of them are going to play. I think so. Well, their offense kind of sets that up too. They, you know, you run a lot of plays. You got to yeah. rotate guys in. There's three receiver spots anyway. Yeah. You know, in most of the formations they're using. Then you got Burnett breathing down their neck. Yeah. I, I would have thought on paper, okay, you're going to redshirt him. You oh know? yeah. But definitely, I would. Have thought the way that. he's playing, it'll be hard to redshirt him. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And you know what? I mean, even their walk-ons look talented at receiver. Honestly. Yeah, they do well. Yeah, they do. Christian Kilber. Mm-hmm. And Yuffie Kwanzaa from, from UC San Diego. You know, that's a, that's a talented guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a, that's a real football player from a real school. Aaron Miner. Aaron Miner. Aaron Miner always looks good. So, yeah, a lot of receivers for USC. Nothing to worry about there. Guys, at fall camp, what's going on on defense? Yeah, it was tough for them yesterday. Um, I think first day they did a little bit better, but yesterday they got torched. It looked like the receivers just kind of had their way you with the secondary a little bit. I feel like we need to see more out of the defensive line. Yeah. And when they get pads on, we're going to see a different kind of practice than we've yeah. gotten already. But not because of yesterday, but in general, we need to see more from the defensive line. No one's really emerged. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, and you, I, from what I saw, there was some pressure on the quarterbacks yesterday. It seemed like it was coming from those outside linebacker positions. I know that's the defense. That's kind of what they try to do. But I'm waiting to see those. You know, those three guys with their hands on the ground. Yeah, Is somebody to jump out and just you know take the recognition and and you know do something with it. We're seeing Cody Kempel get reps over yeah. Claude Pilon. Yeah, who Pilon we we think can can be very very good, but. They're another group of people who they're these are redshirt seniors that have a lot to prove. Yeah, Galvin, Pelon, Antoine Woods. Yeah, and I actually I talked to Chris Wilson yesterday, and and he kind of mentioned uh, it's kind of a similar thing with the with the receivers. Is they're they're just trying to you know play everybody everywhere, you know build platoons, build that contingency plan like we also mentioned with the offensive line. So I think that's why we saw Temple playing some different spots. You know, they're trying to make sure everybody's comfortable at every position because somebody goes down, you got to switch it all up. And yeah. So we'll see. Maybe we're just waiting for these players to get comfortable with all three of those spots before somebody yeah. emerges. I don't know. I asked the question next, will Kevon Seymour be targeted a lot? Well, it could happen. Kevon might be. Did I say Kevon? 
I did, didn't I? Yeah. Keep so on. I thought he was Kevin before he showed up to USC. So. <laughs> yeah, I called him I Kevin. I apologize. Yeah, That's my mistake. Everybody who's about to rip me on the message board, no, please. I, I've called him Kevin. It's all good. Kevon Seymour. Yeah. Will he be targeted a lot? It, he might have to be, even though it, it's not a good idea. For the, right. for no, the I think I, yeah, I think he's going to be very, very good. I think that he's preparing for that because we've seen it in practice where they don't even throw toward a Dory. Yeah. And... If Cody won't do it, how many quarterbacks in the Pac-12 are going to throw toward Adore? Well, he's, you're just asking for him to make a freakish play. I think he might be the best athlete in college football. Adore Jackson. Adore Jackson. I really, and, and so it forces you to throw Kevon Seymour, who, who's probably you know one of the two best quarterbacks Well, he's more advanced at cornerback yeah. than Adore. Oh, yeah. Kevon Seymour, I think, is a contender to be an All-American corner. You know, definitely All-Conference. Yeah. I think that he has that potential for yeah. sure. Someone asked me the other day about first-rounders on the defense, and we agree that Sua probably will be, that Adore will be in the future. Can't say about the freshman right now. but I can give you some opinions. But I think, I think Kibon can play himself into that conversation or maybe early second round with a big year. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question for you. How, do you remember a USC cornerback in recent history, in the last 10 or 20 years, that's as good as either one of these guys? Because I don't. I, it's the mm. best cornerback duo I think I've seen them have in a very long time. Yeah. they. I mean, you, you say 20 years, and then you got you know Galen McCutcheon, and you got, I'm forgetting his name Terrell right now. Terrell Thomas, is that who you're Terrell was good. Um, and Eric Wright was very good, and Will Poole yeah. was very good, but... There's another guy who I'm thinking of that played for the Tampa Bay Bucks. You know, I once rooted for the Bucks. They happened to be playing in the Super Bowl, and it was very convenient. Think hard, Adam. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. There you go. Yeah. So there you got your answer. They, I got my answer, answer, I guess. They, they've, had, they've had very good people. They haven't had a great corner. They haven't had a first-round corner in their history. Did you it's, know that? That's insane. Yeah. Joey Browner came into the program and played corner. When, granted, he was playing alongside Ronnie Lott. Jeff Fisher and Dennis Smith and so he started out at corner but then moved to safety that's where he made a name for himself and that's where he played in the NFL I wouldn't consider him a first round cornerback out of USC they haven't had one it's insane you know you think about that area and how many quality cornerbacks there are on the Pac-12 pretty much every year it just doesn't make sense they've had a a handful of second rounders third rounders so your, your point Adore we expect to be the number one in the whole program or in their in their history. Yeah. But after this year, Kevon could very well be the most formidable cornerback that has played there. Yeah. I mean, I would probably pick Galen McCutcheon right now. That would be the, the pick. But it's it such change, a, though, dude. an open list. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think Kevon can be better is my point. I think and I think Adore Jackson. It's going to be yeah. so good. Yeah, He better not <laughs> prove me wrong because I've been but talking about it. They're going to sleep week. on Kevon. Yeah. You watch. Oh, yeah. They're going to target him, and I think he'll be great. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, there you go. A little update for your fall camp. Trojansports.com has got all the information, right? Adam J. Maya, don't even answer. Anyway, we asked the final question of the podcast, the big one. Will Jalen Cope Fitzpatrick play for USC this year? 
Your thoughts. We start with Chris P. Swanson. This is tough. I mean, we're going to find out uh, on August 11th or sometime around there because that's when summer school ends. And we know he's fighting, you know, to to become academically eligible again and and that, you know, his grades during the summer session could really matter and and really determine that. You know, if you're asking me to project, I'm going to say no because I just think it's weird that he's not around. You know, usually when guys are fighting to become academically eligible, they're around the program still. He's missing practices during the weekend. I know that, you know, you focus on schoolwork, maybe you had to study or something, but there's no classes during the weekend. So the whole situation just seems kind of strange. And he's been out of the program for a while now. He's academically ineligible last year. I don't know. I'm hoping for the best for Jalen Cope Fitzpatrick. He's very nice. He's always been great to us, but it's not something I, I wouldn't bet on him right now. Yeah, and I don't think they're betting on him. They're preparing for him not to be there. Yeah. They prepared for Bryce not to be there as best as they could. Maybe they get one of these guys back, but they're preparing for both of them not to be there. Well, it seems that way. There you go. Well, there you go for the answers, boys. Okay, that's going to do it for the Trojansports.com podcast, isn't it? Yeah, You know what that. we discovered not in the show? Not just that you play golf, but this actually happened before we got recording. And it's very disappointing to me because this is now the second list or item on the list of Adam J. Maya has not seen Caddyshack either. Ugh. 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 That's all I have to say. Airplane now and Caddyshack. Two you need to watch those. favorite movies. I watched Back in School last week. That's Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, that's a great movie, but it's not Caddyshack. I mean, Caddyshack's amazing. Did someone step on a duck? Yes. It's my favorite line in that yeah. whole movie. I like the line uh, from Chevy Chase where he says, uh, "What is it? my uh, my uncle used to molest collies or whatever. Remember that line? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. You like it because... We'll play it on the way out. Because it was just, it was random. That whole movie was random. Mm. That's the, airplane too. I think airplane. that's why we like it. Yeah, that's movies. why we like Did it. Did Leon gain weight yet? He's getting larger. Okay. Leon's getting larger. That's the line. You'll you'll know after you watch it. Yeah. Why don't you watch it? Thank you. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it. Of course, Trojansports.com for all the coverage. At Adam J. Maya on Twitter. At Chris P. Swanson. Our old friend, Blair Angulo, who just when he's not here, he gets beaten and bruised from he the does. shots we take. That's right. I'll, get, I'll be seeing him soon on the golf course. I don't know. I, I won't guess be I'll, there, apparently. Yeah, you won't be there. And you I'll won't be, be inviting be in me there. to You'll be in a club. <laughs> yeah, he won't be inviting me to the palatial <laughs> country club. But I'll be parking cars outside as Morales is. So I'll don't worry you, about bro. it. I'll yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the week, Trojansports.com, and we'll see you next time on the Trojansports.com podcast. Bye. (laughs) My uncle says you got a screw loose. Your uncle molests collies.